What's going on, family? Happy Friday, TGIF, and welcome to the Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner. Hope you guys have had an amazing week. The weekend is here, and there's a lot happening this weekend, certainly in the world of pro wrestling and everywhere else, so we're going to get you updated on that. As we always do, a big thank you to everyone who has spent time supporting what we're doing here at the Faction. If you're following us on social media, thank you, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you take the time to comment on any of our posts, thank you. If you are listening to this podcast, which clearly you are if I'm talking to you and you're hearing what I'm saying, thank you. Whether you're a regular subscriber or it's your first time, thank you so much. If it's your first time, welcome aboard. And uh, I'm certain you're going to find something here that you enjoy. And I hope that you'll tell your other wrestling friends and aficionados to come hang out with us here at The Faction. So with that said, let's dive in to today's quick hits. I first want to talk about the Wednesday Night War, AEW Dynamite versus NXT, and for the 10th consecutive week, AEW Dynamite wins the Wednesday Night War. For the first time since uh, February 5th, Dynamite breaks over 900,000 viewers as they had 928,000 viewers this week compared to NXT's viewership of 718,000 viewers. So a couple of things to consider. AEW Dynamite was coming off the heels of their first pay-per-view of the year, AEW Revolution, which was a huge, huge success. We've already heard that the buy rate for that was about 10% up from full gear, which is really a good thing because AEW's pay-per-view buy rates had been pretty much leveled off. They'd been pretty even. So it's good to start to see an uptick for what they're doing. And they're telling some amazing stories as well. And that went against NXT with two big cage matches as well. So shout out to AEW for all they're doing. And let's consider some of the things that happened. Of course, you had uh, the great things uh, in terms of fallout from AEW Dynamite. You had the appearance of Jake the Snake Roberts on AEW Dynamite. It's the promo that everybody's talking about right now. And here's why. Jake the Snake Roberts has always been one of the greatest in terms of ring psychology. He's always been one of the greatest in terms of his mic work. But perhaps it's been overshadowed historically by people like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, people like the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. When you think about the greatest talkers in our industry, those are two names that come up. Of course, The Rock's name comes up. Stone Cold Steve Austin's name comes up. But Jake the Snake Roberts, of course, we really started to see what he could do in the 1980s uh, in the golden era of the WWE. Such memorable moments, of course, is you know, his battle with Ricky the Dragon Steve. Boat, his battle with Randy Macho Man Savage, his battles with Andre the Giant, the Honky Tonk Man, and several others. We got to see the great things that he has done. He's a WWE Hall of Famer, and his surprise appearance and now seemingly entry into AEW as a brand new wrinkle 
to this whole situation in AEW. And so I want to share this because I was talking to Courtney earlier this week and I had this thought about why AEW feels special. Let's start by just acknowledging that, that AEW is special. Um, I know some of you are fans of NXT or fans of WWE. And of course, let me just say this, you are not obligated to be fans uh, exclusively to one brand or presentation of pro wrestling. As you know, here on The Faction, we love it all. Obviously, we have certain preferences, but we enjoy pro wrestling, period. But there's something very special happening in AEW. I want to liken AEW to the NWA circa 1988. Okay, so where am I going with this? I want to take you back to 1988 in the NWA. Now, you got to understand, I grew up as a WWE kid in Monticello, New York. That was prime WWE country, certainly during the territory era. And it was a lot more accessible to be able to get WWE. But when I did get a chance to watch the NWA, which was on TBS exclusively at the time, and we didn't have TBS in our cable package because they didn't offer it at that point, Anytime I got to see the NWA, it was always exciting. I followed the NWA thanks to Pro Wrestling Illustrated and magazines like that and The Wrestler and Inside Wrestling. And uh, you really got a chance to see what was happening. This was pre-YouTube era, pre-internet era. And certainly I'm not trying to date myself when I say that. I'm just trying to let you see the history that's connected to this. So I want to go back to March of 1988. That was a very interesting time in the world of pro wrestling, specifically March the 27th, 1988. That was the day of WrestleMania 4, where for the first time in the WWE, there was going to be a 16-man one-night tournament to determine the new WWE champion. It was the first pay-per-view event coming from Trump Plaza for the WWE in Atlantic City, and you had a whole situation where on pay-per-view, people were looking at that. However, and comma, the NWA offered counter-programming that day. Their counter-programming was something called Clash of the Champions, and it was headlined by Sting versus Ric Flair in that 45-minute classic. It also featured a tag team title match that saw the Horsemen, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, defend against Barry Windham and Lex Luger. And that night, Wyndham and Luger won the Tag Team Championships. So I want to take you back to that night because that night, I was at my aunt's house in Syracuse, New York. And being in Syracuse, New York, they had TBS. But my aunt would not order the WWE pay-per-view. And I had a choice. What am I going to watch? What do I want to subscribe to? Well, I wanted an opportunity just to get a glimpse at what was happening at NWA's Clash of the Champions. I remember turning to the television, turning to TBS, sneaking in while other people were trying to watch something, and I snuck in and caught Barry Windham and Lex Luger winning the Tag Team Championships. It's one of my fondest memories of the NWA. And here's the thing that the NWA in 1988, 87, 86 created for us. 
It created this space where this is where the cool kids were. This is where real pro wrestling was happening, and this is what you had to see. So I would want to go to Syracuse to visit my aunt because I loved her, but because I also knew that Saturdays at 6.05 p.m. Eastern, I'd be able to check out all that was happening in the NWA with a program they called World Championship Wrestling. And I frequented uh, Syracuse for that time, certainly in the summer and whenever I could because I got a chance to watch the cool kids in the NWA. All elite wrestling right now are the cool kids. There's no denying it. And NXT used to be the cool kids. And I'm not saying NXT's not putting out a great product. They are. But right now, the momentum lies with AEW. You know, which is why All Elite can charge $50 for pay-per-view. And you sit back and you really debate, am I going to order it? Am I not? Do I want to shell out $50 when I know that's five months of the WWE Network or a solid month of all of the wrestling streaming services combined? But when you see a product like AEW, AEW is making you feel stuff, you know, and then you get just enough from their recaps where you're like, I got to go back and watch this pay-per-view. That is the feeling that pro wrestling is supposed to give you, where it's like you can't turn away from it. That's that special spark that wasn't just in the Attitude Era, but it was in the Golden Era. The Golden Era that saw Hulk Hogan and saw Randy Savage and Andre the Giant, but it also saw Ric Flair. It also saw Dusty Rhodes. It also saw the Four Horsemen. It also saw Nikita Koloff and Ivan Koloff and introduced us to Sting. It introduced us to these amazing people that we were like, oh my God, you know, so the idea that Ronnie Garvin wins the NWA championship from Ric Flair, the idea that these iconic moments are happening made you want to turn the channel, made you want to pay attention to the NWA, and that is what AEW is doing that's special. They have figured out how to weave the things that you love, bring us new storylines, bring us new uh, wrestlers, and to bring us intrigue the intrigue right now of where will matt hardy end up the intrigue right now of who is the leader of the dark order the intrigue right now of jake the snake roberts coming in and bringing in the darkness it is intrigue it is a feeling it is something special that is what aew does that's why they continue to dominate the ratings on wednesday night and that's why they have really become an effective alternative to what WWE is programming right now. With that said, one of the other amazing alternatives that's happening right now in independent wrestling is Southern Honor Wrestling. Listen, I fell in love with SHW back in September of 2019, and the love affair has continued. And I'm telling you right now, if you have not watched Southern Honor Wrestling, it is worth the price of admission, whether you come here to Atlanta and make your way to Canton and watch a live show, or if you go ahead and binge watch on independentwrestling.tv. It alone is worth the $10 a month that you're going to, to shell out for the opportunity to stream that they have 176 independent wrestling promotions on there so you're going to get your money's worth you're going to see all sorts of amazing things but i promise you the stories that are being told the action that is happening 
It's a special thing in Southern Honor Wrestling. And tonight, we bring you SHW 18. Now, we had our full preview as part of the SHW experience, which you can check out right now on our Facebook page at Southern Honor Wrestling. And if you tune in there tonight around 7 p.m. Eastern, you'll be able to check out our live pre-show. I'll be there along with my broadcast partner, Brandon Benefield, getting you ready for all of the action that's going to happen tonight at the Action Building. Listen, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And of course, it's a big weekend of pro wrestling because also this weekend here in Atlanta, Impact Wrestling, they're doing some TV tapings, um, which some folks I'm sure will check out. Tonight is also SmackDown in the WWE. No telling what's going to happen following last week with The Fiend and John Cena. Will Goldberg show up? Who knows what will happen there? And then, of course, this Sunday is the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view from the WWE, the last official pay-per-view stop before we get to WrestleMania. So there's a lot of wrestling for you to choose from. Pick your poison. Watch it all or pick your preference. And uh, I want to hear right now which wrestling promotions are exciting you. Is it AEW? Is it NXT? Is it WWE Raw or SmackDown? Are you loving what's happening with Impact? Are you loving what's happening with Southern Honor Wrestling? Uh, let us know on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter feeds at The Faction Show. We want to hear your thoughts. And I want to hear if you have a similar experience with uh, looking at AEW. Does it remind you of anything else? Is it completely different? What is it that you like or perhaps don't like about AEW, NXT, and who do you think is the better product? Let's talk about that right now via social media. Hit us up at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Again, hope to see you guys tonight at SHW18. Uh, tickets will be available at the door, so uh, meet us there. Bell time is 8 p.m. Doors open at 7 p.m. And uh, certainly, if you're not able to get there, check out our live pre-show tonight on Facebook Live at Southern Honor Wrestling's Facebook page. And then next week, you'll be able to check out SHW18 as it hits Independent Wrestling. TV. If you sign up today, you can use the promo code SHW and you'll get five free days of independent wrestling. TV. All right, I got to go. Got to get ready for tonight's show, which I'm super excited about. And uh, shout us out if you get a chance to watch us on Facebook or if you're in the building live. So until next time, it's your man GB representing for Courtney and Clack. And we call this The Faction. I need my